This episode is brought to you by Seed. Probiotics are most effective when they make it to your colon, alive. That's why Seed developed a patented two-in-one capsule that safeguards viability of its DSO-1 daily symbiotic through digestion to deliver the maximum dose to your colon. No refrigeration necessary. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. Jill Bennett in for Simi Sarah. Well, if you spend any time on the roads, whether driving, cycling, walking, you have probably seen a driver flick a cigarette butt out the window. It can be infuriating, especially if it happens during that dry weather we've been having. And also because of the litter, you've probably seen cigarette butts on the ground as well. It is also a ticketable offense. And recently, it happened in front of Victoria Police Chief Constable Del Manic. And Chief Constable Delmanic is here now to tell us a bit more about how this happened. Thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Thanks for having me on, Jill. Well, I know you shared this on social media, but take us back to where you were and what you saw and how you responded when you saw this driver discard this cigarette butt. Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks. Uh, so it happened on Friday, just over lunch, the lunch hour, a couple blocks north of the uh, Victoria Police Station. Uh, in fact, it was on Quadra Street, for those of uh, your listeners that may know where Crystal Pool is. It's a residential area. Uh, the driver was parked, uh, I was parked, and um, you know he was taking puffs of his uh, cigarette, and, and in between that, he had it dangling out the uh, driver's window. Uh, as I was getting out of my vehicle, uh, you know, he carelessly flicked it out, uh, did not extinguish the, the cigarette, uh, so the burning cigarette went and landed on in the grass median. Um, you know, I looked at that. Uh, obviously, to me, that's a very serious thing, especially with everything that's been going on uh, in the province with all the wildfires. And so I stepped out of my vehicle and I actually ex- extinguished the cigarette for him, uh, went up and uh, identified myself as a police officer. And, and then I engaged the driver and, and we had a bit of a discussion, but he really wasn't buying it. Uh, he really didn't think it was serious. And, you know, I heard all the excuses that uh, sometimes you would expect to hear in a case like this. What were the excuses? Well, I mean, he started off and uh, his first excuse was, uh, look, uh, I was going to put it out I'm just on the phone. As soon as I got off the phone, now he was parked, so he legally could be on the phone. But he goes, as soon as I am uh, finished my call, I was going to step out and put it out. Um, then he went and transitioned to, why don't I have an ashtray in my car? Um, he actually mentioned that he was meeting up with a family member later today. Uh, and it was a real coincidence that I was writing him a ticket because his friend or family member was actually had bought him an ashtray and was going to be giving it to him later this afternoon. I'm not sure if I buy that. Uh, and then he said, uh, you know, it's not a big deal. What's, what is the big deal? Uh, and then he you know, finished with saying, I see others flick their cigarette uh, out the window all the time and I don't see them getting a ticket. So why are you, why are you picking on me? And and at one point, uh, you know, he uh, he asked for he looked at me and he goes, uh, you know, this is ridiculous. I want to talk to a supervisor, uh, and that was a bit awkward uh, because the officer that was with me, uh, one of the constables uh, that was there, uh, you know, we kind of stared at each other, and, and the officer turns to the driver and says, uh, "Sir, he's the chief." Uh, and then, and then we had this kind of awkward, awkward pause there, and uh, and then we continued on uh, with the interaction where, where I did write him a ticket, and of course, you know, it's a five hundred and seventy-five dollar ticket, and you know, it's worth every penny, uh, especially in the tinder dry conditions that we're seeing across the province. 
Wow. I, I mean, even the excuses, uh, everything from I don't have an ashtray in my car to uh, my friend or family members bringing me an ashtray. I mean, wow, those, those are some some good excuses or, the, or that he was just storing it in the dry grasses and was going to be putting it out uh, as soon as he got off the phone. Uh, that's um, it seems to take the cake, but I'm guessing you probably hear excuses quite often. Yeah, yeah, we do. And, you know, I'm as a chief now, I, and I've been doing this a long time, and I've written thousands of tickets, and I, I do apply a level of discretion, uh, as most police officers do. Um, but, but in this particular case, when it's happening, when we've got major parts of British Columbia uh, on fire, and we've got these tinder dry conditions, and all it really takes is just some irresponsible behavior, uh, it's, it's reckless. Uh, and when uh, I just couldn't believe he was that out of touch, I thought perhaps once I started chatting with him, he would have recognized the seriousness of the matter. Um, but he kind of fought it right to the very end. And, you know, but after we had a discussion, uh, we ended up actually shaking hands and, and he understood it. He didn't agree with the ticket, uh, but it was ended up being a positive interaction at the very end, at least. When you were parked and you saw this happening and then got out of your vehicle and, and approached this person, were you in a, a marked police car? Or were you wearing a uniform? No, I was uh, I was in an unmarked police vehicle and I was in plain clothes. Uh, so, but I had my badge with me. And uh, again, I normally wouldn't uh, step in to a traffic offense uh, if it wasn't a serious one. I mean, every one of your listeners usually sees somebody behaving badly, driving badly, you know, cutting people off or, or doing something. So, you know, I, I wouldn't get anywhere if I was stopping people always in writing tickets. But when it's so egregious. Uh, and it's just so purposeful, and a message needs to be sent, then, uh, then the odd time I'll, uh, I'll step in, and that's what I felt was appropriate in this instance. Right. I was just thinking, if you were in a marked vehicle in, in uniform, it would appear even more brazen if he tossed the cigarette butt out right in front of a police car, and it would be hard to think that he would be surprised in that scenario. But uh, but And again, not condoning it, but makes a little bit more sense, I guess, why maybe he thought that, it, that uh, there was nobody around, that he wouldn't get a ticket. Uh, do you think the the $575 fine, do you think that's an appropriate fine for uh, throwing a cigarette butt out the window? Well, I mean, there's lots of commentary on that, right? I mean, uh, certainly it's egregious behavior. It really is irresponsible. Again, not that it makes it any better, but you touched on it at the start of your show. It's also littering. Who's picking Mm -hmm. up the cigarette butts that people are walking around and and it's just it's littering as well I actually didn't write him a littering ticket which i could have uh i think the fine probably in some of the situations that we're seeing in british columbia could be much higher uh, but i certainly think 575 dollars in my view it gets people's attention uh and it's it's something that i think while well, i said to him uh you know i'm assuming because i said to him you've got a nice car uh, he's, the driver's 25 years old. And I go, I'm assuming this is what you do every time you discard your cigarette because you don't have an ashtray. I don't see a lot of cigarette butts in your nice new car. Uh, you probably are doing this every single day. I just happened to catch you. So this is a behavior that you've got to stop immediately. And what was his response to that? Well, he agreed. He, he agreed. And like I said, he went back to, well, I'm meeting a family member later today who's bringing me an ashtray. I, I just find that a little too coincidental that I end up writing him a ticket the same day that he's going to be meeting a family member to get an asteroid when I'm sure, you know, they're, they're easy to get. You can get them anywhere. Um, and he should have probably thought about that a heck of a lot sooner. Uh, you mentioned you could have also given him a littering ticket. What would the fine for that be if you if you did uh, the, the Wildfire uh, yeah, Act and uh, littering? I don't have my cheater in okay. open in front of me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would have done it. I don't know what it is, uh, cause I, but I've got a, a sheet that I can look at to what it is. Uh, but I honestly felt 
again, I just wanted him to get the message. The, the message really here uh, is that this is reckless behavior. This is, uh, this is a serious thing that you're doing, and you're impacting the safety for so, so many people. And, you know, you just have to turn your TV on or your radio and just watch what's been happening. Uh, and much of this irresponsible behavior is what's leading to firefighters and other frontline safety personnel and first responders putting their lives at risk. And do you hope as well, I mean, it is the, you put out a picture of the ticket and, and shared this story on social media. Are you hoping that this will also serve as a bit of a wake-up call? Maybe the next time somebody thinks about throwing that cigarette butt out the window, you never know. The, the police chief might be parked next to you or nearby and you might get this ticket, so don't do it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, I, on social media, you know, I looked at it on Twitter and I've got, it's kind of gone a bit viral. I've got about 68,000 views on it since last week and lots and lots of commentary. I just kind of scrolled through uh, the thread and uh, 99% of the comments are positive and people want me to add an extra zero to the 575 and, and, and we're really supporting the ticket being written and actually even wondering why it was so low. Hmm. Well, I'm so glad you were able to join us to talk more about this uh, because I, I thought it was very interesting when you shared that and uh, how the story unfolded. Chief Constable Manick, thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me on, Jill.